Hello, hello. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast, streaming on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Yes, everybody, I'm going to give it a few minutes, let the notifications go on out, and do our usual checkup. Yes, the CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast is only on the YouTube channel right now. So, that's just how we got it going. Okay, everybody? And so, we want to dive into more narcissistic behaviors because, woo! (laughs) We can't help it. Sometimes, it's comical at times because they are toddlers in adult bodies, right? So, they do some of the craziest things. Okay, well, that... That checked itself for me. <laughs> All right, they do some of the craziest things. And so we want to say thank you to a fellow warrior who has given uh, the permission to share. <laughs> As we are boots on the ground, observing these toddlers in adult bodies. Oh, my goodness. The thing that they pull. Because, yo, one thing we come to realize, okay? That the truth about these narcissistic abusers and how evil they are, and that they want us to serve them. Okay, remember that they want us to serve them instead of the Lord. And it's just really like, hmm, okay. So they'll do some of the craziest thing. And so I want to go ahead and share with you what a fellow warrior had, had you know, given us again permission to share. Because this is classic, okay, classic narc behavior. So many of y'all are going to be able to relate to this. All right, so, okay. Our fellow warrior sends a text to the narc, okay, with limited contact, right, but still keeping the peace, okay, not walking on eggshell. Fellow warrior tells the narc, I have plenty of lasagna if you want some. I also put a jar of my dressing in your bowl if you want a carrot salad tomorrow. I've got a lot of carrots. (laughs) Okay. And so the fellow warrior is telling me that anything for her, she puts on the TV stand to the right, except for the food or liquids. But this is a jar inside a bowl, so no prob on the wood. Okay. Anyhow. Fellow warrior goes to take a shower. The narc sends her a text defending a narc. And fellow warrior said she was going to respond but changed her mind because I know another text that the narc sent asking our fellow warrior, why didn't you bring me the food like you usually do? Mmm, wait for it. Okay. And then Fellow warrior, I said, are you ready for this? This is with the emojis laughing. That our fellow warrior just realized while she was in the shower that the narc came over, grabbed the bowl with the jar of dressing, but not the lasagna. So she got the fellow warrior's tech, but didn't grab her dinner because she wanted the fellow warrior to serve her. Unfreaking believable. And then she, this verse tells me, she said, you've got to share that story. That's just pure gold. 
Well, I'm here to tell y'all that's exactly the, that's some of the, uh, them trying to be sneaky. Okay, they're trying to be sneaky with that because they want us to serve them. Remember, they want people pleasers. So this is why we, we start to see more of their true colors when we stop doing things we used to do for them once we realize what we're dealing with. When we realize that we're dealing with a narc. And we stop doing these things for them. Because we're basically, I don't want to say we're forcing them to take responsibility as an adult. But in an indirect way, yeah. Because of the simple fact that we cannot waste God's time with them once we spot what they are. Remember, God says, from such, turn away. And that's just a good example of how our fellow warrior did just that, turned away. Basically, was like, look, you know what? I put the stuff here. If you want it, it's there. Come get it. Blah, blah, blah. Do it yourself. I'm getting the shower. I got to take care of some stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's just, a, that's just one of many ways that we don't let them, okay, dictate what we're going to do, you know, if we're going to do something for them. And remember something else, because when we realize after we've done something nice for them, and they're not grateful. They show any sign of not being grateful that we don't do it for them like that anymore. Of course, they're not going to understand that. They're not going to understand they did it to themselves. Okay, they did it to themselves by doing exactly that. Complaining and being ungrateful. So they do it to themselves and we stop doing whatever that was that we did for them. Because of the simple fact that they're only going to keep doing that complaining, right? So it's like, remember something, you all, that for a narcissistic abuser, nothing is ever good enough. Nothing is ever enough. We, all right, we, yeah, look, we learned that they love to make us feel as though we're not good enough. And that's one of the many ways they try and do it, by being ungrateful and finding things to nitpick and stuff like that. Because when we stop doing what we used to do for them, more of their true colors come out. And that one did. It just really, yeah, let us re let us see that the narcissistic abusers want us to continue to serve them, right? Instead of the Lord, the Godhead within, right? Instead of being all about our Heavenly Father's business, they want us to be their doormat, right? They want people pleasers. Okay, they want that special treatment. They want to be coddled. And that one right there also, the narc also admitted to our fellow warrior that they like to and want to be babysat. That came out of the narc's mouth. See, we catch these things. They tell on themselves they have to. All right, they have to tell on themselves to see if we'll catch it. And so now we do when we're in God's reality. Yes, we do. We start catching these things. But they have to tell on themselves, right? That's just one of the ways that they, the enemy, test us to see if, okay, to see if we are aware, to see if we're paying attention. Yes, to see if we know anything yet. <laughs> All right, now, yeah, in the spiritual awakening and God's reality, spiritual warriors for Christ, chosen ones, yeah, we're paying attention. We're no longer ignoring those red flags and those little signs like that. I don't really care for the word signs, all right? But th those are red flags. We don't ignore them anymore. We're like, oh, is that so? 
Hmm. Okay. And so this reminds me of another one. All right. Truth seekers that whenever we meet somebody, right. Okay. And then you were, you were testing the spirit by the spirit. So we realize, okay. And then what comes out of their mouth? You know, if, if we get onto the topic of, you know, past relate, you know, previous relationships, let's put it that way. And they tell us that all of their exes are crazy. First thing, first thing we learn to do is like, is that so? Okay, well, nice to meet you. Have a nice day. And from such, we turn away because we know the truth. All right, that that yeah, only only a narc would say that. Okay, because I'm here to remind you all, you know, that as you would learn about in um in the book, Real Immense Narcissistic Abuse, Someone's Survival Guide. All right, yeah. In that one, you will find out there's two that I dated who were not narcs, but it was someone else close to them who was. It's all about having that discernment, okay, and knowing the difference between, okay, wait a minute, so they're not the narc, but one of them happened to have a mother who was, and then the other one had a jealous female roommate, okay, just to give you all that perspective. And you will easily find a copy of that on the website and at Amazon. Okay, for whatever whatever format you prefer. All right, everybody. And once we stop doing what we used to do for the narcs, yeah, they're they're not. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna share another one with you. Oh, this is classic as well. Okay. Once we are no longer doing for the narc what we used to do, and there more of their true colors will show. But also, if we did reach out and ask if they could help us with something, they aren't going to want to help. But here's the thing. If they happen to be married to one of our biological parents, all right, and that biological parent is still alive, oh, yeah, they won't hesitate to help, absolutely, because they're worshiping their, their partner, all right? You see how that works? Mm -hmm. That's something that we come to realize, chosen one. Oh, yeah. And they do that. They do that because they want to project their feelings of being left out onto us. Never forget that. And we know darn well in God's reality, y'all chosen ones, we're not being left out at all. Mm -mm. God awakened us mm -mm. to and from all of that. And so they want us to feel left out. All right. They want us to feel they want us to feel helpless because they feel helpless. And they want us to serve them. You see. And I want to remind everybody, narcs, oh, they cannot stand feeling helpless right uh, yeah they because it, it it takes away their illusion of control and power when they feel helpless like they they feel like they need to be doing something but there's nothing that they can do and oh that gets under their skin more than anything right there because they don't have that illusion of power and control over something they don't know how to let go of things that are outside of their control they have they don't and not only that it's because they don't have control of themselves right they act on impulse and they have no control over their own emotions. Remember that. I say that a lot for a reason, right? That they, they let their emotions control them. Absolutely. 100%. Because this is the thing we come to realize when we're in God's reality is that we, yeah, we take our power back and we realize that we really do have all inside of us already from the heavenly father. Okay. The Godhead inside us, we have the power to control ourselves and that's it we control our own emotion right and we learn how to control and manage our own empathy yeah we are no longer walking out there with our hearts on our sleeves anymore y'all that's right 
So a reminder for whoever needs it, if you sense anything or anyone trying to tug at your heart strength, that's a big red flag, right? Big red flag right there because that's the, oh my gosh, common tactic inside the game of narcissism with these narcissistic abusers, right? And the traumatization that goes with it. Right? It's a classic tactic. Right? So never forget that, oh yeah, these childish things that these narcissistic abusers do because they are spoiled brats, right? It's that simple. Yeah, it's a harsh truth, but, you know, somebody's got to say it, right? That's why, for those who haven't heard it yet, you know, that when we coined spoiled brat syndrome, because <laughs> that's pretty much what narcissism is, aside from being a spiritual disorder. Never forget that. Narcissism is a spiritual disorder. And so toddlers in adult bodies, they are spoiled brats. And... A large part of that is caused by society at large. Yes. Okay. And it's just a trickle-down effect, right? Yeah. So we see that narcissistic abuse on the societal level, and we see how it trickles on down to the narcissistic abusers on the individual level. So we do. We see, okay, as we're, yeah, being more vigilant and aware, observing more and speaking less and taking it all in. As we, chosen ones, spiritual warriors for Christ, as we continue to grow and evolve as we're supposed to, putting away childish things, right? Picking up our cross and following Jesus, getting on that narrow path. Because remember, God also tells us what? Wide is the path to destruction, right? We're not to be following the crowd. And not, we understand why. Because the enemy is leading that crowd right off. The edge of a cliff. That's an analogy. Okay, that enemy is leading them. Yep, right to the edge over the cliff. Right, we don't want to go with them. No, we're not meant to, chosen one. Absolutely not. Right, we, as truth seekers that we are. Okay, in God's reality, we start to see. Okay, all right. Yep, more narc behaviors, and they will always do that. So we pay attention to those little subtle waves. That they would tell on, on themselves, right? And that's just one of many right there. And that little story that, yeah, they don't... Mm -mm. Remember, they're not helpers. They're a hindrance. Oh, and I want to share this to y'all. Okay, well, God revealed this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God revealed this to me. I'm going to bring it to y'all because it's very, very important. Because I was asking him, I was like, all right, so since we're no longer letting the narcs hinder our progress, like in the physical or in the spiritual, okay, we're no longer letting them in a particular environment, but why does it still feel like there's a bit of a, uh, uh, I wouldn't say stagnation, but, you know, a bit of a hindrance, because I'm, I'm always asking God, okay, because we want to not get tricked in standing in our own way, right, okay, so I asked God, I was like, all right, so what, what else could it be in that environment that might be posing as a little bit of a hindrance. Because it was not real strong, but I could sense a little bit of one. And so God revealed it to me. said, the thoughts. Because remember, thoughts are spiritual power. The thoughts of the narc in that environment uh, causing a little bit of a hindrance. Yeah, just a little bit. Not, not a whole lot, just a little bit. And I was like, oh, so whoever needed that, if you were wondering, you're sensing a little bit of that, and you happen to be in that environment where there's a narc, okay, or two, it's their spiritual wickedness in high places. 
that serves as a little bit of a hindrance. Think about that, right? Because that's what we're battling again, okay? We're not battling against the flesh and blood, right? Okay, so that helps. That should help a lot of y'all get a better understanding, okay? Uh, okay, we're battling against spiritual weakness in high places. In other words, their wicked thought, their scarcity mindset, their negative thinking. Mm-hmm, that's right. Could pose a little bit of a hindrance. It'll be standing in our way just a little bit in the spiritual, but not not in a massive way to actually, because the enemy can't stop God. The enemy cannot stop anything that God is going to do and is doing, okay? The enemy can't stop nothing, but the enemy could try with that spiritual wickedness to high places. Yes, in the mind of the narc that's in the environment, then that will pose a little bit of that, you'll sense a little bit of that, uh, it's like a hesitation kind of feeling in the spiritual. And so I always ask God, I'm like, all right, so where's that coming from? Because we don't, yeah, we don't interact much at all and things like that. You know, as we are packing and everything else, we're not interacting hardly at all. And we get out here, we still get the work done. So that not that there's no hindrances there. Uh, but he revealed to me that it's the spiritual wickedness in high places inside the minds of the narc. So there you go. All right, and so now let's break down, you know, um, you know, let's drop it in the comments below on the replay also, or in the chat if you're catching this on the live stream, you know, uh, any additional narc behaviors that you have come to notice so that we can all learn from one another. Remember, iron sharpening iron in this community of spiritual warriors for Christ, absolutely, and I all about helping each other out because you're going to find out that there's going to be other chosen survivors who can relate, okay, very much. And it helps in the healing process also to learn that, okay, they're not the only ones that have experienced that type of behavior, okay? They're, yes, y'all are not alone. And see, knowing that in and of itself is very refreshing. It really truly is, and it helps, you know, it helps promote and further the healing process, you know, just, just to know that, okay, because we understand that in the very beginning, it does feel very alone, as God is isolating us to show us these things and to get started on that inner work and all of that, it does, we understand, so that's why God's got several of us out here in position to help y'all get through this, because we understand that, yes, Okay, knowing that you are not alone and that you are not the only one on this journey, okay, in the spiritual awakening and God's reality that is experiencing these things and noticing these things a lot more. Because as I said in the beginning, that when we stop doing what we used to do for them, more of their true colors will show, absolutely. Okay, and never forget some of the common behaviors because God needs us to remember all of what he is revealing to us going forward. Because, yeah, we don't want, yeah, we, we did make the mistake of forgetting what we learned before because of a new circumstance. Yeah, that's just another classic trick of the enemy right there. Okay, and we learned that, yeah, because narcissistic behavior, these narcs out here will always, that's right. Engage in the same old, same old, nothing new under the sun. We start to see that pattern, okay? And we're not going to forget that. We're going to pick up on it a lot quicker. And then we also connect the dot to the societal level because we see the narcissistic abuse for what it is out there on the world stage. We see it. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, and we understand that a lot of these narcissistic abusers are very much asleep. Like I say, often, yeah, they're very much asleep. They're, they're comfortably asleep inside their comfort zone. Okay, it's all they know. It's all they want to know. That's another classic nor behavior is not wanting to learn anything. Okay, they yes, they will tell us that in many ways. That they think they know it all. They, they think they know everything they need to know. And they only want to be told the same stuff over and over again to justify the fantasies that they've got inside their mind. The vain imagination that God tells us about. For, for example, to help y'all put it in perspective, okay, that, okay, when they are trauma bonded to a particular matrix, okay, they are going to only want to hear that point of view. They're only going to want to hear that perspective. They're only going to want to hear more lies, okay? Because the lies are more comfortable to them than the actual truth, God's spiritual truth, or not. Yeah, it, God's spiritual truth shatter their delusion, and they can't. They're not. They're, they can't handle that. They're not going to allow for God's spiritual truth. Well, it's their demon spirit won't allow for God's spiritual truth to even get in there and to stay there. All right? Yeah, they're, mm, they're not going to hear it. Cho chosen ones, they're not going to hear you. I mean, they'll hear you, but they're not listening. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to receive. So that's why another reason why we stop interacting as much as possible if we have to have limited contact for a season or so. All right? And if, hey, listen, it happens. Okay, God understands and God knows. All right, God is going to get you out. Remember the tip I give often, you all. Okay, for any of you who may still be in a sticky situation, is what we call it. Okay, and you have limited contact and you're wondering why God has not delivered you out from under that yet. Ask Him what's the other lesson. There's something else that He needs you to learn, there's something else He wants to show you. And it could even be something about yourself. Hey, right? remember that. It, or it could be a new skill set that he needs you to acquire before getting you to the next level. See how God works. Okay? So ask him. Because only he knows. We don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't know. Only God knows. Ask him. He'll reveal it. Whatever it is that he still needs you to learn. And just so you all know, the reason he kept me where he kept me for a time was to show me in the spiritual how the enemy send in his flying monkeys to finish the job. I talk more about that on the Patreon channel. Oh, it's pretty eerie. I'll tell you, once you see a scene like that, you do not unsee it. And yes, I go into very intimate detail about that, how they're like vultures. They get sent in to come in and finish the job, taking out one of their fellow narcs. It's just, whoo. Yeah, it's, listen, y'all, it took me a while to wrap my head around that. I was like, oh, but another fellow warrior caught on pretty quick, too. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you just described and helped me connect dots. I was, I was going like, wow. And I described it to her. And she said, oh, my gosh. You know, that, that just reminded her of, the, of, of a vision with the vultures in the air circling around roadkill. That's exactly what it looked like in the spiritual, what went down during that situation. So once God... I saw what I what God needed me to see, and so now He's delivering me out. So I want y'all to understand that there's a reason why God has us where He has us, because He's showing us things. 
teaching us things. There's things that he wants us to get, to really get, um, you know, really get a hold of, to really let sink in there, to really understand the spiritual battle that we're up against, okay, and that we're not, you know, uh, yeah, that we're not, you know, fighting that flesh. We're not, we're not battling physical at all. And God also needed to reveal another, another family member to me. And so he did that as well. Oh, let me tell you something. When you learn how to control and manage your empathy and your gray rocking, their true colors are going to come out too. So here's another narc behavior to leave y'all with today. When you have your, okay, when you have yourself emotionally regulated and you're able to maintain that because you've recognized Okay, and the negativity and narcs in the environment. So you, right, your empathy is off and you are not allowing anyone or anything to tug at your heartstring. Okay, once you do that, they will tell on themselves because how that one revealed to me, besides the fact that I could see the skeleton on them, okay, what they did was anytime they would like try to ask me a question or was trying to talk to me, they would do this, they were searching my face. You know, they were looking all over, searching my face, trying, trying to, you know, see if they could get something out of me through my eyes. They were trying to see if they could mirror my empathy and there wasn't anything there for them. I'm here to tell you, yeah, you do get there. There wasn't anything there for them, so they didn't know how to act. So they're like back and forth, running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Okay, narc behaviors. They couldn't sit still, didn't know how to act, couldn't understand why they were unable to mirror my empathy. As they were searching my face for something, trying to get a read on my emotion, nothing for them to get. And so once that happened, yeah, they're going to kind of have like what I would like to call a mini narcissistic collapse. Absolutely, because that's really what the one thing they really are after. They want to get a read on our emotion because when they can't do that, they have no ammunition to abuse with. Oh, they'll still try to guilt trip and pull some other stunt. But, it, yeah. But they won't have an illusion of power and control over our emotion. Because that's what they want. That's what the enemy wants. And so we no longer give it to them. So there's your inspiration as well to keep on going and get over that rainbow. Because I'm here to tell you. Yeah, that narc could not get nothing. Nothing from me. And they never will. Once I spot their narc, they're not going to get nothing. This is where you get to, fellow warriors, chosen ones. This is where you get. When you are able to maintain, okay, obtain and maintain that emotional regulation and having that control over your empathy, and you once you spot, you're like, doop. It's like second nature. You shut that empathy down, and you don't let them get anything. We're not turning things over to dogs. We're not casting pearls before swine. Like that empathy is a God-given gift. Okay? Yes, it's holy. So we're not giving it to them. So they don't get anything else. Alright? Yes, you get to that point. And so for those of you who are just tuning in, you will catch some good juicy stuff on this replay, let me tell you. <laughs> okay? Because I share at the very beginning, I share a fellow warrior's actual real-world story with some narc behaviors as well as to what the narc did. Because as a recap, the narc wants us to serve them and not the Lord. 
I, as always, if y'all have any questions, okay, you know where to reach me. And if you leave them in the comments on the replay, I will get to those as soon as possible. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA Truth Seeker Podcast, streaming on the YouTube channel Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Till next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father, and you keep being you, in Jesus' name, amen.